Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. No LeVar Arrington. He will be back with us coming up on Friday. But Brady and I will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. And we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Tire Rack! <sighs> that was weird. By the way, I did uh, high poles today. Under, oh, nice. Underrated shoulder workout. Yeah. Where you just bring it all the way up to your chin. Yeah. Man. Just uh, afterwards, you just feel like you walked around with two kegs in your hand. Just kind of throw them in, in the back of a truck saying, whose party are we going to? You know what Do I mean? Do you think that's how Chris Greer's balls feel right now for the general manager for the Dolphins? Yeah. I mean, after they <laughs> traded out of that point. spot to the 49ers, they basically used all those first-round draft picks to get Waddle Hill and now Bradley Chubb. <laughs> how about that, huh? That's a pretty <laughs> darn good return. And if you're looking at San Francisco right now, what they got out of it uh, didn't work out too well. By the way, uh, there was uh, some talk that Bra- they're going to work on a deal with Bradley Chubb. Uh, the expectation they're going to get a long-term deal. I think it was Schefter that reported that. Yeah. And you I don't w- make that trade unless yeah. you're going to get a long-term deal. Done. Um, wait, once you trade away a first-round pick for a player, isn't that kind of the the beginning of the long-term uh, deal discussions that you have? Remember Jerry Jones when he traded a first for Amari Cooper years ago? It was like, all right, yeah. well, he's going to get a deal because there's no way he's going to trade that away and let him walk after the season. So. Yeah. Uh, That's part of it. The only thing is you got a little injury concern there with him. And then the only other thing I'd say, too, is he's he's now having his best year of his career. Like, do you consider him one of the elites when you're really comparing him to some of the other edge rushers? I don't know that he's hit that category yet, but he's definitely one of those guys that could have kind of that breakout um, season, if you will, this year 
and really into the future. He's had, he's played one entire season. It was his yeah. rookie year. I think he had 12 and a half sacks his rookie year. And then after that, he's just dealt with the injuries. So, yeah. but who knows? Maybe the, uh, look, you played in uh, Denver and now you live in South Florida. Maybe that South Florida weather is going to make him, uh, you know, his body feel a little bit better. Do, do you feel better in South Florida than you do in Denver? Just with the uh, altitude and the cold I weather? think the humidity and heat makes your body feel a little better. Not yeah. all parts of your body. I'll just say that. You know, I don't. I don't know what you mean by that. A little swampy. Yeah, that, that that's just where people wear less clothes. You know, okay. you're not bundled up like it's Denver this time of year. What about when I wore a leather jacket in Miami when we went to dinner that time? That was probably a bad move, right? Because I didn't have um, any other clothes. That was one of the more <laughs> underestimated bad moves that I think you've ever made. Oh yeah, I was sweating, man. I didn't have any clothes because they got uh, you know they got left on the plane uh, by accident. So I just uh, that's, that's all I was working with, and I wasn't about to go spend more money at uh, in Miami where they jacked the prices up on everything. So yeah, especially for Super Bowl. Yeah, good point. Uh, all right, guess what? What? The college football playoff rankings are back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah. back. That's right. Yeah, little, uh, little CFB playoff rankings, huh? Woo. Screw you, AP top twenty-five. You can yeah. kiss our collective asses. And now we've got ourselves some actual legitimate ranking conversation that we can have. And let's uh, first start things off with congratulations to the Tennessee Volunteers. They are your number one team in the country, and they will be the number one team in the country for like another four days. And then after that, when they lose to Georgia, uh, all is not. And uh, and then Tennessee, we'll see where uh, things sort out for them moving forward. But nonetheless, Tennessee, your number one team in the country. Mr. Big Noon kickoff, are you okay with Tennessee and the Volunteers being number one? How we yeah, why not? That? You know, they've got arguably the best win, uh, beating Alabama. Uh, I think that, that kind of says enough right now uh, as it currently stands. And, and look. I think what this sets up for, because this is what the college football playoff committee does. I don't care really where some teams are ranked, you know, to be quite honest with you. What, what they're trying to show you is, all right, how many teams from that conference are ranked? They're giving you an idea of what they think of that conference. And then they let the schedule play out to essentially help make some of the decisions they have to make. For example, why is Tennessee number one right now? They have the best win of the season so far. They beat Alabama, so why not put them in number one? And in the event that they do lose to Georgia in Athens this week, you could drop them down to probably five, and guess what happens at the end of the season? If Tennessee runs the table and you have you know any issues with sending uh, Clemson, depending on how the rest of their season goes, or anyone else, it sets up Tennessee to be that non-division winning, non-conference winning team to still make it from the SEC into the playoff. So that's really what this is is setting up to be right now as it currently stands. Uh, Reese Davis pointed out uh, during the reveal uh, last night on ESPN, he said there's only been one team since the rankings came out, the playoff rankings that started off number one and never made it. It was Mississippi State with Dak Prescott. Um, So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're in a good spot here. Also, look, if Alabama wins out, they're going to the college football playoffs. Like that's well, just yeah. that's that's the way this works. So a one loss SEC champ is going to the college football playoff. Yeah. That's what you're you're saying right now. Um Michigan being 5 and Clemson 4. What what's what, what is really behind? Is that just the non-conference schedule? It felt like last night they kind of took away the eye test. And they'll use that when they need to go there, when they need to justify another decision they make later on and and some reveal coming up maybe a couple weeks or the final rankings. But last night felt like they were going to reward the people who played the toughest schedule early. And maybe that things change, like I said, in a couple weeks from now. But it did feel like maybe Michigan was punished. Although you look at Clemson and I, I, has Clemson really beat anybody that impressive? I no, mean, that's that's really what stands out to me is when you look at a team like Clemson, for example. And, and here's the thing, going back to the initial statement, the ACC has five ranked teams right now. I, I don't necessarily understand why NC State is ranked or even Wake for that matter. Both those teams have two losses. Wake looked awful last week versus Louisville in turning the football over eight times eight times in a game and got smoked. NC State starter at quarterback Devin Leary's out, 
and they went to Jack Chambers to start last week, but then he didn't play well, so then MJ Morris comes in. Yes, they get the win, but Virginia Tech had no business hanging around in that game as a two-touchdown underdog. So that's another team that when I look at the whole of the ACC, and you even look how it's kind of backloaded, like Syracuse, for example, two losses right up there with them. They just got drugged through a Notre Dame team, yeah. and now they got to play Pitt that I think might do the exact same thing to them. So it might be a one-week thing for Syracuse before they drop out. The only other team you look at is North Carolina, and they could put up a lot of points. But even as a one-loss team, they just play a weak schedule. So as you go through the ACC – to me, it's the weakest of the Power Five conferences in regards to you know how really good or how much depth they have. And I think the Clemson brand is what's carrying them right now, not even necessarily their schedule. Like I look at that win over Wake and NC State, and you're just – they don't look like that great of wins, or even Syracuse for that matter, when, when Clemson has struggled. So that's one that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. We could pick um, various teams, right? Like who is USC beat? Yeah. I mean, seriously, the only ranked team they had on their schedule, they you know they lost to, which was Utah. You know, they struggled versus Oregon State and Arizona. I know Oregon State's ranked now. We'll see if that ends up being the case at the end of the season. And then LSU, like that is, they have no business being a top ten team just because they've played well the past couple of weeks. That's another team you could throw into that conversation after they got pounded by FSU to start out the year and blown out by Tennessee with they beat Old Miss, so they're ranked in the top ten. Like that's another one that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but. It does give Alabama a much better win because they play LSU this week if they're able to take care of business against uh, LSU. Does TCU have the best resume? Right now, and then you look at the ranked seventh. Like, you put that resume for Bama or, or you know, if they – I just put it this way. If they're an SEC team, they're in the top four. They, they could, you could yeah. switch them with Clemson right now if they had SEC conference uh, you know, over top of their title or whoever else. They beat 18, 19, 8, and 17 in consecutive weeks. I mean, like that's, that's tough to argue anybody else at that point. And then, you know, I, I look, I, it looks like t- – so they've got Texas Tech. They're at Texas. That'll be a tough game. And at Baylor, that could be a little dicey. And then they've got Iowa State. I mean, if TCU runs the table – and I just I wonder where they get factored. But this is this is why the expansion of the college football playoff ranking or the college football playoffs is going to be a lot of fun because people can look at this and say, well, what are you going to throw TCU like they really have a shot at winning a national title? But it's not about whether or not they have a shot. It's about giving them a shot. Like, right. just give them an opportunity and let's see how this whole thing plays out. But I like that there was some new blood that was thrown in there, Tennessee and TCU and all that. I just was a little bit surprised that TCU didn't get more love uh, being higher up uh, on the rankings. You I know? mean, I'll, I'll put it this way. From watching TCU as compared to the teams that are ahead of them, you know, Michigan, Bama, uh, you know, those two teams look more like complete teams. Like, when I, I, when I watch their defense – TCU has been coming back from, from, from some second-half deficits. I mean, they're balanced on offense, right? They run well with Kendra Miller. Uh, Max Duggan's had a great year. Quentin Johnson is one of the best you know, wide receivers in all of college football. Tay Barber's got a lot of speed, too. Davis as well. The problem is their defense. They're ranked, I think, going into last week. They're like 90th in the country in total defense. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're having to overcome a lot of deficits at times and win in shootouts, which is hard and it's not overly sustainable. That being said, I would still have them, based on their resume, ranked higher than Clemson. Clemson's the one team I look at and just go, they feel the most fraudulent of all of them, despite their win on the road versus Wake Forest or NC State, because I, I just look at the ACC and I think it's a much weaker conference in comparison to the other Power Five right now. So Tennessee is minus money on DraftKings to make uh, the college football playoff. It's actually uh, minus 115 in either direction for Tennessee. Uh, and then you look, you know, Ohio State's a minus 650. I think that's, you know, an, a clear indication that people feel like uh, Ohio State's going to beat Michigan. And then you've got Clemson, who's almost a two to one to make the playoffs now based on all that. Um, and Alabama sitting at a plus 140. Well, I that's think- the thing. It sets up for TCU to win the big Big 12 and not get in plus 700 to get into the playoff. Yeah. Going into draft that, that's that's the tough part about this initial ranking. That's why I kind of go back to they, they give you an idea of what they think about that conference. 
the Big 12 Conference only has four teams in the top 25, which, granted, they're a smaller conference. They only have 10 teams in total, so it's a bit unfair to look at it that way. But you'd have to say top to bottom, and you know when you include the unranked teams, that conference has as much parity as anyone. Like, name another conference where there could be an upset any given week. Maybe the Pac-12 that has five ranked teams, but... You know, I look at the Big 12 and just say it's, it's unfortunate because they're putting them on the back burner. They, they really are, when it's all said and done, they're putting the committee in a tough spot where if TCU runs the table, they're 13-0, they're a Big 12 champ. I'm just I'm looking at who's ahead of them, and I'm wondering, well, you're not, be, you're not jumping them over Bama if Bama wins the SEC. And what happens if Georgia's only loss right. is to Alabama in the SEC championship yeah. game? Uh, well, and that's why. And by the way, that's assuming they beat Tennessee, which I think they would leapfrog them up to number one at that point. Yes. Uh, so you know they're really setting it up to get two SEC teams in based on how the current rankings. All are. right. So let, let's let's piss off an entire region of the country here, uh, and that would be a Big Twelve country. All right. So let's so let's just put it. So uh, SEC champ is getting in. Big Ten champ is getting in. If Georgia loses in the SEC championship game to Alabama. They're getting in. So that's three. And then you would assume, based on these initial projections, we're going to get Clemson in. Right. Yeah, there's no way in for TCU. Yeah, there's like, – I'm trying to – unless something, unless there's just a, a bunch of losses and, and teams just fall apart or if, t- you know, Tennessee beats Georgia. And I, I just – yeah, I don't see a way for TCU in. It's unfortunate. And, uh, but. Here's what they need. They need to run the table. Right, which, which they're capable of doing. It's not easy, but they're capable of doing it. And then they need Clemson to, to be a one-loss ACC champ. Right? They need Clemson to, to lose a game down the stretch, whether it's this week versus Notre Dame yeah. at Notre Dame, Louisville, Miami, South Carolina, whoever it is down the stretch. They need them to be a one-loss conference champ, and I think that's the one thing that opens the door. They're not getting in over the SEC champ, obviously, or Big Ten champ, obviously. But I think where it makes a better case for them to be a part of it is if they can then have a resume that stands undefeated, power five champ, and force the committee to make a decision between that, Clemson as a one-loss ACC champ, and then whoever ends up not winning between you know Georgia and Tennessee, I would say this week probably, because obviously the winner is going to go on to the SEC championship game. And so then you've got to decide between whoever loses that game and then whoever loses, well, I guess this week, right, between Tennessee yeah. and Georgia. Um, th- th- those are all the teams that you're really contemplating at this point. But like I said, I think the SEC is getting at least two in as it looks right now. Yeah, it's going to be uh, – look, uh, this stuff is so much fun, man. I, just the what-ifs and what could possibly happen. And let and also, look, the committee knows it's a TV show too. Like, you know, let, let's you know maybe finagle some of the numbers, put a team here, put a team there, let people get up in arms. But if you're in Tennessee, if you're you know listening uh, on our great affiliates there in this great state of Tennessee and you're celebrating your, uh, your volunteers, listen, celebrate while you can because uh, you're – Close to double-digit underdogs at Georgia this weekend, and uh, and then you know it doesn't look all that hot for you this weekend. But potentially, maybe Tennessee gets it done and, and even solidifies themselves uh, their opportunity to go to the playoff even more. So that'll be fun. By the way, how you feeling about Notre Dame Clemson this weekend? What are we thinking? Huh? I feel good about it. I, I just I feel like Notre Dame right now has to play a certain style of game. In order to win, their special teams have to be special. They've been blocking punts now in consecutive weeks. They've got to be able to run the football, which they've demonstrated the ability to do so. And um, their defense has to be able to limit some of the big plays and and, and shut down the uh, the rushing attack, in particular of Clemson, because Will Shipley's a stud, and then DJ Uyunglele will obviously play a portion in that. But th- that's that's the game plan. It, it's it's fairly simple for both sides. It's just now the execution of how they go about doing it. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. By the way, the Breeders' Cup World Championships are coming to iconic Keeneland this Friday and Saturday, November 4th and 5th. Don't miss the world's best thoroughbreds race for their share of $31 million in purses and awards. Visit BreedersCup.com to watch all the action live on November 4th and 5th. All right, so coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, this is one of the more curious moves made in the NFL all season long it doesn't make a whole lot of sense we will get into that for you right here on fox sports radio 
Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and Installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to tirerack.com/sports to see their Redestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com/sports. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR as we bring it to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up a little over 20 minutes from now, we are going to have our midweek awards, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, we got a little bit of a dilemma here. Obviously, no LeVar Arrington with us today. So uh, we've got to decide uh, who's going to fill his place. Do we both want to uh, take a shot at filling in uh, LeVar's category, his award that he's handing out today? You want to do that? Well, we, we talked about that. <laughs> Before the show, yeah. it dawned on me though. I always enjoy where we, when we get more of the crew involved. Yeah. So I do appreciate when like Lee, Roberto, or Eddie chime in. Okay. So I, I feel like I'd rather hear from them for one of the things. Yeah. 
I mean, that's how I would feel about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, let's do it. I mean, yeah, so uh, so we will hand out uh, those midweek awards. Uh, we'll find a suitable replacement for LeVar Arrington coming up uh, a little over 20 minutes from now uh, here on FSR. Now, if you are listening to this fine program, all right, fellas, you listen up and you listen good. It's time. It's time to stop treating your groins like junk. Oh. Introducing the Gillette Intimate pubic hair trimmer a gentle and easy shave from america's number one trusted men's grooming brand show your pubic region some respect with gillette intimate the best a man can get my lover balls all right so explain to me why the indianapolis colts fired marcus brady as their offensive coordinator when he doesn't call plays. Yeah. <laughs> and then take into account the fact that you just made a quarterback change to Sam Ellinger, who is making his first career start. And by all accounts, if you, if you watch the game, at the very end, Indianapolis was right there with a shot to win it. In fact, Sam Ellinger threw a perfect ball, an absolute seed to Michael Pittman, I, it could have been in a better spot. If he catches that, even in the final seconds, they're at least going to be in, in a shot of a you know, field goal range, Hail Mary, what have you, if he would have taken it to the house at that point. <laughs> so I, 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 uh, I don't really confused. get it. I, I don't. I'm confused. I, I feel like this is one of those moves that you make because you feel pressure to do something. You already changed the quarterback spot. You lose another game. And so there has to be a response. But – Unless there's something behind the scenes we don't know about, which would be another explanation for this, it feels like Marcus Brady ends up being the fall guy because ultimately Frank Reich is calling the plays. So maybe he feels the heat right now from Jim Irsay and this organization with the lack of wins that the Colts are getting. I mean, you just made a quarterback change. You 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 made that big decision, that big announcement. It caught everybody by surprise, and then. You follow that up a week later and you fire offensive coordinator. I, I don't – it it's the whole thing who doesn't call plays. The whole thing just seems bizarre to me. And, look, maybe there's a little – we talked about this at the time. We were working together on Sunday night. You remember Matt Nagy all of a sudden started feeling the heat in Chicago and next thing you know his offensive coordinator had to go and his offensive line coach and it was Mitch Trubisky's fault and it just felt like – the fingers were constantly be being pointed in other directions as to what the problem was. And I'll give up play calling duties. Like normally doesn't like in this spot, normally wouldn't Frank Reich just like the next plausible move be, all right, well, I'm going to give up play calling duties. All right. Like uh, clearly they're not responding to me. I <laughs> yeah, would go to Marcus direction. Brady. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't just, maybe it's a move for self-preservation, right? Like you fire the guy that they would actually you'd put in place to call plays instead of you. So now there's no chance of that, right? <laughs> yeah. so their ship's going down. I'm taking it down with me. Uh, by the way, I don't think they've actually I, last I saw they didn't replace him. Uh, Marcus Brady. I don't know why they would. I just. It's just like I. It, the whole thing is is just a complete mind f. Like I don't get it. I don't understand what's happening. It just does. This all just go back to once Andrew the Giant, uh, Andrew Luck decided that he re- was going to retire on the sideline of a game, and Jacoby Brissett got a two year deal to be the the savior and trying to. It just felt like they've been scrabbling scrambling ever since. And then Philip Rivers left, and they've they just haven't been able to find an answer. And I just, it's got to be a little Ursay. It's got to be, the, the whole thing doesn't make sense in Indianapolis. Like, you talked about a roster that a lot of people looked at and said, man, Chris Ballard, he's really done a great job. Quentin Nelson, Jonathan Taylor, like, they've added pieces and all that. And I know Albert Breer, who we're going to catch up with tomorrow on the show, he's pointed out, like, look, you can't diminish the loss of guys like Nick Sirianni, who was your OC, Matt Eberflus, and maybe Frank Reich just hasn't been able to repair that staff and try and get them in the right direction. But they're a disaster. They're a mess. And if you look at their schedule moving forward, they're screwed, dude. Like, I mean, you're, you're going at New England. That's going to be a loss. You're going to be at the Raiders. You would assume the Raiders would bounce back and maybe play a little bit better. No, I, won't. And you just look, come on, Bernal, have some confidence. <laughs> 
<laughs> have some confidence. This teeter-totter back and forth to your loyalty to the Raiders, you got to have some confidence, a little bit of consistency. I don't know, man. I just feel like Indianapolis is one of the biggest disappointments of the season, and this move makes no sense to me. I just don't get it. It, it doesn't make any sense to me either uh, all the way around. It does bring to light like one both ways, though, because we do like to give offensive coordinators credit, even if they're not calling the plays, yeah. when we elevate them to head coaching positions. But then we also apparently can blame them when they're not calling the plays and they fall into this category. So I, I just I feel like at some point there might be something that comes out. There had to have been something behind the scenes yeah. that transpired because it doesn't really make any sense outside of that. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. By the way, any first responder will tell you, never try to beat a train. After braking, it can take a mile for a train to completely stop. So when you come to a rail crossing, stop because trains can't. All right, so it was one of the great scenes in all of sports. We'll get into that for you coming up next here on FSR. For all the latest, though, from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, this is a man who calls his own plays. He doesn't need some coordinator telling him what to do. He's the one... He's the only. He's better than Matt Canada. He's Eddie Garcia. Well, that's not saying much, really. Oh, but thank come you. on, Eddie. I appreciate Jeez. it. I like the thought. That's, uh, that's nice of you to say thank you. Have, now, are you going to miss Chase Claypool, Eddie, being a Steeler fan? Are you going to miss him? You know, after his rookie year, I was so excited about the potential for him. And he's so big, strong, and athletic. But, man, the last two years, he's just underperformed in a big way. So the Steelers always seem to find wide receivers. And, uh, uh, hopefully they'll use that second round pick to maybe help out the offensive line or something. So I, I wish him well. I mean, he did throw a touchdown last game. There's that. He, he did. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a little shot put. Uh, yeah. There. It's all right. Better than I could do. Well, that's you know, not saying a lot, really. Thanks, Eddie. Appreciate the support. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, let us uh, get you updated on a uh, a busy Tuesday in the sports world. We'll start it off with the World Series, Game 3. Uh, this one, all Philadelphia. The Phillies with a 7 nothing shutout of the Astros. And the Phillies get it done with the long ball. Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, Reese Hoskins, Alec Baum, and Brandon Marsh all hitting home runs. All off the same pitcher, starter Lance McCullers Jr. for Houston. And that is the most home runs allowed by a pitcher in a World Series game ever. Uh, Philadelphia starter Ranger Suarez and four relievers combined on the five-hit shutout. Philadelphia leads that series now two games to one. They're 6-0 at home in the postseason this year. And game four is tonight in Philadelphia, 8 o'clock Eastern, and you can see it on Fox. NFL trade deadline, which was actually intriguing with some big names being moved, including linebacker Bradley Chubb leaving the Broncos, heading to the Dolphins along with a fifth-round pick in exchange. My, or excuse me, Denver gets a first-round pick, a fourth-round pick, and running back Chase Edmonds. The Vikings acquire tight end TJ Hawkinson from the Lions for second and third-round picks. Minnesota also getting a couple of fourth-round picks one of them conditional. The Steelers, as Jonas was talking about, send wide receiver Chase Claypool to the Bears for a second-round draft pick. The Bills get running back Naheem Hines from the Colts for running back Zach Moss and a conditional sixth-round pick. And the Jaguars get Falcons suspended wide receiver Calvin Ridley for a couple of conditional draft picks. Now, Ridley cannot join the Jaguars for this season or can't play for him anyway. He's been suspended for the year for gambling on NFL games. He can apply for reinstatement February 15th of twenty. 23 college football the first playoff rankings are out and tennessee is number one followed by ohio state georgia and clemson michigan and alabama the first two teams on the outside looking in nba news steve nash out as head coach of the brooklyn nets and there are reports that the nets are in talks to hire boston celtics suspended coach ime udoka who had an improper relationship with a female co-worker and was suspended for the season on the court the nets lose to the bulls 108 99 brooklyn now two and six on the season, Kyrie Irving had four points uh, and did not speak to the media afterwards. The Heat beat the Warriors 116-109. Suns over the Timberwolves 116-107. And the Thunder down the Magic 116-108. Now back to Brady Quinn and Jonas Knox in the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Thanks, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of joe here on FSR. We are going to have our midweek awards coming up uh, a little over 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, how about the Philadelphia Phillies getting it done last night? Uh, just uh, taking the bats to the Houston Astros. Some uh, some thought and speculation. What, maybe some uh, pitch tipping there by Lance McCullers. Uh, just not a good look for Houston. I feel bad for them. They deserve a break or two. You know what I mean? Oh, is that what you're going to say? Yeah. 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 It's, not, it's not like there hasn't been video evidence or conspiracy theories yeah. that the Astros are putting something in, in their midst. But. <laughs> 
How about Bryce Harper? Like, there's been a it's few awesome. awesome moments, but even last night in particular, and I got to give credit to Joe Davis, John Smoltz. For people who are watching, like, that sequence, I mean, literally, literally, John Smoltz told you exactly what was going to happen. Joe Davis laid out just to hear in Philly, like, the walk-up, the music, the sound of the fans, everything. It, that's like two for two as far as perfect moments for this postseason in Major League Baseball and Fox with that crew. Um, so kudos to, to my old play-by-play partner, Joe Davis, because uh, you know a lot of guys have maybe the tendency to want to overdo things in that moment and interject themselves. I think that's sometimes human nature in broadcasting. But the way he laid out and then the way after Smoltz told you exactly what was going to happen, you know, Joe – capped it off with saying, hey, you know, I think he's only th- only seen one fastball you know, it, you know, between this matchup. And sure enough, off speed, Harper takes a yard. It was just, it was one of the cooler moments. You know what's cool about it too? Bryce Harper kind of got the knock that he was a little bit arrogant because when he first got in the league, he was the, you know, the prodigy. He, you well, know, he was getting in fights and... Did I ever tell know. you the story? Like a buddy told me he was training out in Arizona when he was out there. What's that? So apparently... My buddy was out there training for the combine. This is when Bryce Harper was young. He might have been like 16 at this point. I'm not even sure how old, but I think he must have been old enough to drive. But um, he was, you know, there was this kid kind of talking and chirping, and eventually Randy Johnson, the old big unit, was in their training. And finally he kind of says the thing, like, like, who do you think you are, whatever. And he goes, he he literally gets up from the bench and just goes, Google me, and then walked out. No, he didn't. And sure enough, it turned out to be Bryce Harper. (laughs) And, and I was just like, my buddy told me that. I was just like, really? Yeah. I was like, is this kid that good? He goes, yeah, dude. He's like, you should see him swing a bat. <laughs> good for him. Uh, That's fantastic. I mean, look, you know, and he's he's calmed down a lot. And and you talk to anybody, so yeah, he's, he's a clown question, bro. He's he's a, a much different guy now. That I think his first hit, he slid into second base and then like slicked his hair back because he's got he's got a great head of hair. And uh, but you just see sort of he's been in the league for you know what uh, since 2012, I think. So we're going on 10 yeah. years. He's been in the league, and. He's lived up to it, dude. Like, he just has. Producing in the biggest stage, man. He's like over 400. He's he's mashing the ball right now. And uh, there's a lot of people who said, well, you know, he he took all the money. He went to Philadelphia. He's never going to win anything there. And then after he leaves, the Nationals win the World Series. And it just, you know, he's. And then they trade away Juan Soto. Yeah. And he's feeling bad about everything. And people are making jokes about, well, they won without him. That ought to show you his true value. And then he gets to the World Series and he's destroying the baseball right now. And they love him in Philadelphia. So if this continues on, I'm calling it right now. I think more police horses are going to get punched after this World <laughs> Series and after the Eagles Super Bowl. I'm, t- I'm saying it right now because they're ready for it, man. They yeah. are fight- they're greasing up the poles. It's not working. they got to come up with something else. Like, What other strategy would you recommend for them to try and make sure people don't climb the street poles there in Philadelphia? Like, what, what well, the first do? thing that comes to mind to me is like that the poles are obviously metal, right, of some yeah. sort. I mean, why not electrically charge them? That's you know? a good so point. That way, if, they, <laughs> yeah. if they touch them, they just get immediately shocked. That was kind of my, my first thought. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I, I mean, would go with They've that. tried a lot of lube, but it hasn't worked. So <laughs> why, not, why not go into some other way of uh, deterring people? That's a good point. It's a really, really good point, you know, what you just said there. It's a great point. It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. What the hell do you got on TV, Birdo? <laughs> My God, this is uh, crazy. It's called Zola. All right. Uh, you look that up, Brady. Uh, all right. So uh, we've got our midweek awards we're going to hand out here. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. But it is the good, the bad, and the ugly, and it's yours next here from the Tyrac.com studios. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestine test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on our on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up top of next hour, we are going to take another closer look at the NFL trade deadline. There was an interesting move that was made uh, by a couple of teams who a lot of people don't take all that serious, but it is very interesting to see how this will factor in to this player and both these teams moving forward. So we'll have that for you here uh, coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. Let me tell you something, fellas. It's about that time. You know what time it is, Brady? It's about that time to stop what time is that? stop treating your groins like junk. Oh. Introducing the Gillette Intimate Pubic Hair Trimmer. A gentle and easy shave from America's number one trusted men's grooming brand. Show your pubic region some respect with Gillette Intimate. The best a man can get. 
There are some good things that happen. And there's some bad. And then there's some downright ugly things. It's time for Good, Bad, and Ugly. All right, it's our Midweek Awards. We do this every single Wednesday morning at this time here on FSR. Lee DeLab, our executive producer. Obviously, LeVar Arrington is not with us today. So who's got what this week? Well, we'll start off as we do every week. We'll start with good, and that's going to be Brady this week. All right. Uh, well, we just kind of talked about it. You know, so far, I, I think the, the World Series, it's been entertaining. It's been fun to watch. And it's been great that we've got a city like Philadelphia involved. You don't want to know why? Because when you get a passionate sports town like Philly, all right, they don't even deliver food, all right, to the away team. Yeah, the Houston Astros were having a hard time even finding any restaurants to provide them and cater them food. Angelo's Pizzeria in particular in South Philly completely denied the Astros. They would wow. not deliver anything to them. So uh, that's the good, man. Passionate fans, even the businesses are behind the Phillies supporting them just to make it really feel like a true road atmosphere for the Houston Astros. You don't think that's kind of bad for business, though? You know, like, Well, uh, clearly. I mean, Clearly, it's it's not going to help your business, but it's you could look at it like this. Like if, if there's anyone who's more true Philly, who's more true Philly than Angelo's Pizzeria in South Philly? That's you know? a great I point. I mean, they're willing to sacrifice feeding the Houston Astros, who you know they, they could they could go on to win the World Series. We don't know, but they could sacrifice that by getting more you know marketing out of this. So By the maybe way, it's not that big of a, a deal. Are you a Philly cheesesteak guy? You like some you like a Philly cheesesteak? I do, sandwich? I do. There's a um there's obviously what's the Gino's yeah, up there. Gino's I, and Pat's know, are the two most So famous. we've got an Italian restaurant down where I live called Cafe Moderano and that's uh Steve Moderano is, is is who owns that. He's the chef there. He's in there a lot of times too. He makes and he's from South Philly. He makes one of the the best Philly cheesesteaks you ever had. It's more of a gourmet style, but man, it is good. Yeah, no, I mean that that's a, that's a great spot. That cafe, it's on uh, Oakland Park Boulevard, right? Yeah, did you just Google search that? No, what okay. are you talking about? Oh. Yeah, just what? Uh, what? a big. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> look at him. I'm just glad the internet works in the studio. What do you? No, I'm yeah. just. What are you yeah, talking it does about today? I, look, I don't know. There's just kind of a, a little strip there where it's, you know, very Italian. The Etna Rosso uh, Ristorante. I mean, that's what was that? What was that? You know, that whole thing, that yeah. deal. What was that? That whole deal. That uh, I call it the uh, the ERR, the uh, yeah. Etna Rosso Ristorante. But again, we're just talking Fort Lauderdale. Well, yeah, place, I, I, I don't. I don't know about that. That might be, that might need to be updated. Yeah, could could be. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of stuff. <laughs> they might have the old Jackson Steakhouse uh, still there in the corner, still up on that map. <laughs> You know, that place has been out of business for a while. I'll make a couple of calls. I'll get it back up and running. Uh, all right, Leo, who's who's got the bad this week with no Lavar? Well, Lavar hates giving bad news. So, but I know somebody who does like giving bad news. That's uh, that's Birdo. Birdo, what's well, bad this week? The Raiders' performance versus the Saints. God, that was the worst <laughs> in the NFL last week. Atrocious. Uh, Car misses a wide open Matt Collins in the opening drive, and it's all downhill from there, man. Come on, yeah, but Birdo, don't you feel like they bounce back? A, 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 a fake, uh, a fake punt on a run play, terrible. Their defense is terrible. Patrick Graham is trash. I do love the fact that when we initially pawned off the idea of someone else filling in for Lavar, this is exactly what I anticipated happening. Uh, yeah, got but fend, it, it's just great radio. It's uh, great radio. Uh, it's now, Although, again, Bruno didn't start drinking more though. He stopped drinking. Yeah, hell yeah, discipline. It's not worth it, man. It's not worth to have a, a hangover when the team gets their asses being bothered showing up. Yeah, he's a man of principle. He's not going to waste uh, waste another couple of Australia East goes on the Raiders no way. when they're crapping all over themselves in the Superdome. It's not happening. If the players are bothered showing up, why should I? Start because how you drinking, right? Hey, by the way, at right. Jacksonville, I love the Raiders this oh, weekend at Jacksonville. Him. Let's go. Josh McDaniel still coaching? Oh, come on. Oh. Take out McDaniels like that. Brady's guy, Josh McDaniels. Brady can have that guy. You know, give it time. Yeah, he'll figure it out. All right, so I got the ugly this week, Lee. That is correct. All right. Somebody thought they could slide this by me. Thought that I wasn't going to notice it. Thought that I wasn't going to pay any attention to this. Probably thought, ah, there's no way. He's so focused on his Saturday show, the JKS. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to slip this one in. And I know he was thinking about me. And I know this was a direct shot. Square at me. How about Brady Quinn (laughs) on Big Noon Kickoff? When they're talking about fraudulent teams overrated teams who don't deserve to be in the top 25 who do you go after yeah my cox that's right wow. my game cox who 
God forbid they take up the 25th ranking, the 25th spot in the final AP Top 25 before the playoff rankings come out, and you got to air out South Carolina like that. And guess what you did? You got in their heads because they went out and they laid an egg against Missouri at home. Okay, <laughs> so that's one of the most against Missouri. Yeah, one of the at most home. Cruel, cruel at home. Awful things that you a could do. A three and four football team. My God. And by the way, when you're airing out South Carolina, I know you're trying not to laugh because you're thinking, uh, well, yeah, yeah, he's you not paying Gamecock. attention. Yeah, he's no, not- it's, I can't say Gamecock on TV. Why not? I don't know. It's too risky. I mean, come on. What's, what's so risky about <laughs> it? Yeah, you slip up, you forget the first part, and you just say that on TV. I think you, you well, in it's, you know, that's uh, people are childish. I mean, it's not like you're you brought out one of those old South Carolina hats that just said Cox and had yeah. South Carolina in Thought small font, it. you know, Thought on the top it. and bottom. Yeah, but we I, our segment went so long with Lavar. I wasn't sure we were going to get that segment in. By the way, I mean, what are you talking? We about? went so far over. <laughs> you guys are you guys are all about the clock on that show. Yeah, barely not. You barely got that thing in, man. Hey, Pac-Man. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.